everybody thank you so very much for joining in on another episode of rise up we are at episode number 52 on our way to 100 which then will be on our way to a thousand who knows maybe we'll be on our way to a million jesus christ is our living hope god is the glue that holds the whole world together the universe together Harmony, the sun, the moon, the skies, the clouds, the tides, birds going south every, uh, every winter, coming back every spring. There's order, and God is that glue. And we're going to talk about that and so much more today here on Rise Up. Um, I want to address something real quick. Uh, A lot of people keep saying the same thing over and over again, so I just want to make something very clear. Uh, We know that there's no sound on Roku. We know that there's no sound on on, um, Fire Stick, and we know there's no sound on the app. What we don't know is why. We had a lot of updates to do yesterday. Uh, A lot of stuff was on the fritz yesterday, and because we are busy 12, 14 hours a day here doing just enough to keep afloat, it's very hard to go and fix problems uh, because we just don't have the time. So we have to wait till the weekends if there's a big problem like this. Or um, we have to stop doing the show and work on it. And I don't want to do that. So, you know, long story short, this is the, uh, these are the, the negative parts about this job, uh, the bad parts, and the parts about, you know, not being able to have a budget to have more than one employee. So <laughs> that's why we are where we are. So I know some people are frustrated with that. Uh, but that's why we have multiple ways to watch the show. And um, somebody says there is sound on Roku. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> some people say there is. Some people say there isn't. Where I do know there is sound is right here on Rumble. And that's where everybody should be anyway. So come on over to Rumble. Give us a Rumble. Share the video. Help everybody uh, get into the gospel as, uh, as we get started today. Now, I'm also going to be playing a video from Ray Comfort, a new video that was just posted from Ray Comfort and from um, uh, Living Waters. So we'll be playing that here in a little bit, uh, probably after the first couple books. But again, if you're just joining in, we realize that there's some sound issues on other platforms. We know there's sound here, right? We know there's sound here. And maybe someday, maybe someday we'll have uh, enough income to have more employees to, to handle this stuff. Um, Otherwise, it falls on Eli and myself, and we both have uh, way too much to do in our regular job. So probably also the reason why you don't get a lot of answers back to your emails. Um, a lot of people go, I, I have sent four emails, and you guys are just ignoring me. No, we don't ignore anybody. We wish we had, um, we wish we had more uh, people to help out. So somebody's saying they have sound on the app. You do. You do have sound on the app and on Roku when I'm speaking, but not when a video is playing. And I'm going to be playing a seven-minute video today. So just know that all of you that are watching on Fire Stick, Roku, and the app, you're not going to be able to hear the sound in that video because for some reason, whenever we play the videos, you don't get the sound. You only get the sound when I talk for some reason. So, you know, it is what it is. We got to deal with what we got to deal with. Uh, And I'd like to say happy birthday. Whose birthday was that? Today is my birthday. Can I get a birthday shout out? DLB73. Well, of course you can. You're going to get more than a shout out. You ready? 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, DLB. Happy birthday to you. I wish everybody had their actual names on here. But anyway, guys, happy birthday. Uh, For everybody who's got a birthday, please share this out. We want to get to a record 1,300 people in here today. That's going to be difficult, but maybe with people not being able to watch on Roku and Firestick, maybe we'll get that 1,300. So help me out and share. Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now, folks. Um, Join with me. Bow your heads. Take off your hats. Close your eyes. Relax a little bit. And let's just think of Jesus for a moment. Our living hope. Father God in heaven, Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come together to fellowship in your name, to sing songs of praise. It's like having church every day, and and Lord, we are so grateful for that. We are so grateful for that. One day a week to worship you is not enough, not nearly enough. And and, And we've started to realize that when we start every day out with you like we're doing on Rise Up, Every day changes in in which our life changes. And Lord, nobody else can give us that but you. Nobody else can hold our families together and hold hold the universe together other than you. You are the glue. When people stray away, they can feel you pulling them back. But yet they keep, they want to keep walking the opposite direction. For that, Lord... We pray that they listen to you. We pray that all of the times that you are passing through an unbeliever's life, even though we know they believe, we pray that they hear you calling their name, that they hear the shepherd calling. Only then can we find true peace. Lord, we thank you for that today. We ask that you lift up those who are in bad spirits today. And if somebody needs this message, Lord, we ask that you use the LFA family to share this to them so that they get that message. Because the only peace is through your salvation. We thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Arthur, Texas, you are right. The world is an awful place with evil ones within, working day and night to try to take down America. They will lose. We have God. God bless you all. Thank you for giving, says Shelly Rose. And we've got a $10 donation from Miranda Dolan already who's citing Psalms 9111. And we also have a $10 donation from Arthur, Texas, who will be 71 years old this July. World is trying to destroy itself. Weather is crazy, cold, hot, cold. People hate everyone else. There's a lot of hate in the world. There is. And that's why I loved that Super Bowl commercial. As much as people didn't like it, oh, they were promoting BLM or whatever. The message was Jesus loved those who those that you hate the only people that offends is people that have hate in their heart folks that's it our lfa baby is one month old says csap0523 that's amazing well folks i don't know about you but uh we got a little bit of uh rise up gourmet coffee here today we got that beautiful american pecan coffee smelling throughout the studio so here we go let's have our first slurp By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Eli is not here today. So that is why I cannot, uh, Eli cannot help out with the sound issues on Roku and Firestick when I play a video uh, because we experienced a heavy snowstorm and the fact that I only live 
you know, a few minutes from the studio. It's very easy for me to get here. Eli lives about 25 minutes from the studio. So he said, is it okay if I just, you know, work from home today, do short clips and do other things that need to be done? And I said, yes. The good thing about this studio is the studio was built for me to run the studio solo because I did not have a, uh, a producer at the time. So when we built the studio, we built it so I could run it. So even though it will be run in a minimal uh, faction today, uh, just please bear with me. And uh, Eli will be in the chats. Eli is still around. He is just uh, working from home today. So bear with me. We're going to read from page 108 from One Minute Prayer for Dads. This is the book, everybody, One Minute Prayer for Dads. Okay, we've got Arthur Texas saying he's drinking his Rise Up coffee this morning. And remember, we're going to keep in mind God is the glue, folks. God's the glue that holds it all together. So knowing that, let's read from Romans 14, 12, uh, that's titled Duty and Responsibility. We have a lot of duties and responsibilities, even though God's the glue that holds it all together. We are stewards of this planet. We are stewards of this land. And we are stewards of our children, of our families. And we have to treat them as God treats us and this universe. Romans 14, 12 says, Each of us will give an account for him, of himself to God. Each of us will give an account of himself to God. Romans 14, 12. Being a father is like being given a sum of money to invest for 18 years. At the end of that time, now all of you guys know the stories in the Bible and the parables that Jesus told about the rich landowner or the rich farmer giving so much money to each of his servants to do something with it. And we all know what happened there. So that is what it's like. It's like giving a sum of money, giving a sum of money by God for you to be a good steward of that money for 18 years. That's what it's like. It's an investment, folks. Okay? At the end of that time, we would expect to see a return on the investment in the form of a reliable man or a reliable woman, your child growing up, who has landed at adulthood on his or her feet with his or her faith intact. We dads can look into the faces of the treasure that's been entrusted to us and see great hope waiting for us to harness all of the child's possibilities. And the prayer for that is, Father, someday I have to give an account to you for the way I've lived and the way I raised my children. That puts the fear of God in me, Lord. I know there are no do-overs for my kids' childhoods. They get one shot at growing up, and I get one shot at growing them up. I pray that my dad's skills will see my kids grow up spiritually strong and emotionally mature. Help me now, Lord, even today as I move along toward eternity and the day that I must stand before you for an accounting. Folks, let me just, let me, um, let me touch on something here. When God gives you a child, that child, just like you, were handpicked out of heaven They were given a body for them to do something special with because we're all here for a reason. But maybe even more importantly, you were entrusted in that asset of the Lord. You can call it an asset. You can call it a treasure. 
Let's call it a treasure because a treasure means that it's very near and dear. It's very, very important to its owner. Well, in this case, it's God. And God has given you the most precious gift. That is why when we kill children, it is so bad. That is why people that believe in abortion don't understand what they're doing. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. They don't understand that they are taking God's personal treasure, whom he gave to a mom and a dad, hopefully, in this world. And that treasure is to be entrusted for the period in this country of 18 years. But really, for life, until, that, until you die or that child dies. You are to be entrusted in guiding that treasure to its glory back to heaven. And if you fail in that role, then you fail in your role. Which means when you stand in front of God... You might have said sorry for all of your stuff. You might have repented for everything you did. And if you have put in there that I was a bad mother or a bad father, then God will forgive you. But if you've repented for everything you've done, but not repented for the time that you were given, that you were entrusted to raise your children, and you maybe have ra- maybe raised them wrong, you have to repent for that too. That's very important. That's like in a class all of its own. That is God giving you something and saying, I'm entrusting you with this, and it's not your life. That's how selfless you have to be. That right there is not only a gift and a treasure of God, gift to you and a treasure that belongs to God. But ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be judged on that job that you do with those peop- with that person. You're going to be judged on the job of selflessness that you do, and that is in a class of its own. I guess I failed, Jeremy, because my child got taken away. Said, why, Leaky? Why did, you get, why did your child get taken away, why, Leaky? Can you answer that question? Is that too? I mean, you brought it up. I don't want to pry. Why did your child get taken away? Let's talk about it. This, is, this show isn't only for me. This show is also for all of you. So let's bring up the Rumble Chat here. And I apologize. I don't have somebody here to, you know, help me. But let's see what that, which you mean taken away like your child died or they got taken away by child services. I'd like to, I'd like you to elaborate a little bit on that. I've got the rumble chat pulled up here. Even when life feels like it's falling, falling apart, Jesus holds it all together. Well, God is the glue. I had shortcomings at this and I regret it, said LVC. And that's okay. We, I, I've had many shortcomings in this. Fortunately, my children are still young. My name is Melissa. Okay, Melissa, I see you. What happened? How was your child taken, Melissa? Was your child taken because they died or were they taken by social services? Like, what was the reason? Because if you're saying that your child was taken out of this life from you, that doesn't necessarily mean you failed. My daughter was found dead in a tent from fentanyl. That is not you. Okay, hold on. Let's come back here. That's not you. That's not you failing as a child. That's not what I'm talking about. And I am so sorry to hear that, Melissa. I am so sorry to hear that. That breaks my heart. I am so very sorry. That is not a failure on your part. Your daughter made a choice. And I'm sure you did not encourage her to go out and do drugs. Now, had you encouraged her to go out and do drugs, had you given her the fentanyl, 
then yes, you would have failed your child, Melissa. But your child made a choice. That's not your failure. My child left and was gone for 14 years, and then I found her. Well, I'm praying for you, Melissa, and that doesn't mean you failed. That does not mean you failed. Fail means beating your child, abusing your child, neglecting your child for years and years and years, never reaching out for your children, never trying to love or guide your children. That is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a choice that your child made that ended up, you know, ending their lives or a choice that somebody that they made that put them in a position. That is not to blame on you, Melissa. So please don't think that. And, I'm, and, I, and I thank you for trusting this Live from America family, this Rise Up family, so much for you to tell us that. We, we are praying for you and we love you. My heart breaks for you more than you know. That is not a failure on your part. Jeremy, I don't understand if you have children, how can you believe in abortion and say you're a Christian? Exactly right. You, you can't. You can't. You are misguided. You are very misguided if you think that. Like Joe Biden, he's a very misguided person. I would, I would think that Joe Biden is an evil person. But there are a lot of people out there that truly think they believe in God, but believe it's okay to have an abortion. And, and to those people, I would say that you are lost. You are lost. I know a lot of people that say they're happy and they're not. They're lost. So Melissa says, I don't trust you. I'm just hones. I don't know what that means. H-O-N-E-S. I'm not sure what that means. I'm assuming that is a typo. Um, I'm very, very, very uh, saddened to hear that because no child, no person should ever have to bury their child. Um, Sherry's not Jeremy, my family members. Sherry, not Jeremy, my family members. Got you. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Abortion is murder, period, says Joan. Amen. Well, let's, let's read from this. I think, I think I just turned to this page. Melissa, I have not read this book. But since God is with us, since God dwells with us right now, because there are two or more in his name, I think God is talking to you right here, Melissa. Doubt. That's what this is titled. Doubt. Now, I've not read another word. But I have a feeling that God is right, ready to speak to you right here, Melissa. So please listen up. Mark eleven twenty three. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in her and their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Mark eleven twenty three, And James 1, 5 and 6 says this. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously. To all without finding fault. Fault. Melissa, you didn't fail your child and you're not at fault. Listen to this real closely. I'll say it again. If any of you lacks in wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. You're not at fault, Melissa. Have no doubts in that. Go to God today. Pray to God right now. We all are for you. I know there's 
probably three or 400 people that are praying for you right now. It's good to know that God is there for us when we turn to him with our doubts and our questions. Prayer is the direct connection that we have with God. When we find ourselves faced with the new and different beliefs, it is wise to take them to God. God, I think that I know what to believe, but new things come up almost every day. Help me sort out what is right and good to believe and what is not. In Jesus' name, amen. I, it's very hard for me. Like, I've been through a lot of things. And I can relate to almost everybody in every situation except for this one. I have all my children. Praise God. My children are healthy. Praise God. My children are mentally stable. Praise God. I could never, I cannot put myself in the shoes of those who have lost a child. I can't do it. So I cannot give sympathy, but I can give empathy because I can imagine what it's like. Drugs are introduced by friends that later in life no longer are your friends. (laughs) I know that. That I know. May the presence of the Lord be with Melissa, says E. Fitch comfort and peace to her broken heart so it sounds like to me here folks what we're dealing with she was my only child said melissa oh Uh. Kalia says, the testimony I sent you is all about this. Kalia, I promise I will get to it. So not only did she lose her only child, but she's felt like it's her fault. That, that, folks, that's not living at peace. Melissa, you know that's not living at peace. But the title, I mean, the theme of our 2023 is peace. Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray for Melissa today. We pray that she finds peace. And her daughter's passing. And we pray that you let her know that it's not her fault. I can't even imagine. Lord, I, would, I know what I would, where, where I would need you in this moment. And I know how much I would need you. Please, please. Please send angels. Work in the Holy Spirit for Melissa and her family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I cannot imagine my daughter or my son dying. My daughters or my sons dying. But I really can't imagine what it must feel like to feel at fault. I really can't imagine. But I do know this, Melissa. The devil is a liar. Not sometimes, all the time. I do know that. Angie says, Melissa, call me. 
I'm a monthly donor to Jeremy and has my number. He can give it to you. Here's the other thing, folks. Um, a lot of you had my old phone number and my old phone, which I don't check anymore, but I just checked it this morning. And there's a lot of LFA family members who live very close to Ohio who are willing to take the money that we've raised to Ohio. And I think that's what we're going to do. Melissa says she left at 18, 14 years of waiting. I love my heavenly father. That's the only reason I breathe. Oh, man. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a good time to go to the video. And again, if, you, if you're watching on Roku and Firestick, you're not going to be able to hear this because it only happens when I play videos. That I don't know why. I will have to fix it, and I apologize. This will not be happening by next week. Hopefully, I can fix it tonight. But RJ Cat says, it's not your fault. My sister did the same thing, and it wasn't my parents' fault. Jeremy, today's show... God is sending to Melissa some angels to comfort her right now. That, see, folks, that's what I tell you. I never know. I never know what the show's going to be like. I, don't, I didn't know Melissa was going to have this need today. I'm going to go to a video now. So if anybody, anybody who's watching on Roku Firestick or, or the app, you're going to have to come to Rumble real quick. And I just want to give you that that that. Now, it's a 7 minute and 38 second video. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is my friend and hopefully we'll get him on the show soon, Ray Comfort. With by the way with his brand new dog because Sam his old dog uh passed away. So he got a new dog uh to put his sunglasses on. Uh so ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh Mr. Ray Comfort. And I apologize for the terrible production. Again, I'm all, all by myself today. Uh here we go. Here we go, folks. Do you think there's life after death? Um, no, I don't. I just sort of imagine, like, everything fades to black and uh, you're just nothingness, like how things started. And what about you? Um, I'm not too sure, but I'm more on the no, um, that you just rest and... Do you like resting? I hate it. <laughs> I love sleeping. Um, so you just don't mind sleeping forever? Um, it's going to get boring. It is. I hope there's something. You hope there's something. This can't be all there is to life. So you've got no hope in your death. Death is just going to come and it's all over. And everything you've achieved in this life, the love and laughter, friends and family, and the beauty of the sky and the sound of birds and music and food, all these wonderful things are just totally meaningless. Is that right? Um, no, I don't think so, because there's a lot of other people in this world, so if you can achieve something, that legacy is left for other people. Do you believe in God's existence? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort, of, sort of questioning things. And what about you? I'm also not sure. I mean, I'm just, I don't know, I'm trying to learn a lot about religion and see, like, what fits. So why do people believe in God? There are billions of people throughout the world that believe in God. They devote their lives to God. Why are they so interested in God? Ever thought about that? Um, yeah, I think it's like good. Like it feels good to like know you have that pers that upper person. Like. And what about you? Why do you think people are interested in God? Um, I think it's a sense of community, especially because it's so worldwide. There's a large sense of community. and also You can get that playing football. 
Uh, What's yeah. the difference? Why do people believe in God? Let me give you my thoughts on it and see what you think. You and I are going to die. Every beat of our heart gets closer and closer to that appointment of death. God is life. He's eternal. And if we want to live, if we want to keep this precious life, we've got to somehow get into contact with God. That's why I think people are interested in God, because there's no hope outside of the one who's life itself. Do you know how you can know God exists? Um, sure. Everything that's made. We can't make a flea, cat, horse, cow, donkey. We can't make birds and seasons and fruits. Can't make a human eye. So everywhere we look, we see the genius of God's creative hand. Does that help you understand how we know God exists? Um, well, it definitely keeps my mind open to the different possibilities. Does that help you? Yeah, I think it does. So you said it makes you feel good. Well, it makes someone feel good to know that God exists. Does it make you feel good to know that God knows your name, knows how many hairs are on your head, is intimately familiar with you as a person? Does that make you feel good or a little uncomfortable? Um, I think it makes me feel good to like, yeah. Do you ever violate your conscience? Um, I don't think so. I live by my morals and if people don't agree with that, then they don't have a say. Are you a good person? I would like to think so. And what about you? Do you ever violate your conscience? No, I don't think so. How many lies have you told in your life? Um, a lot, I guess. And what about you? Uh, I've definitely told lies. So what do you call someone who tells lies? A liar. So what are you? I am a human being who lies sometimes. Yeah. And you've told lies too. Have you ever stolen something, even if it's small, irrespective of its value in your whole life? Yeah. And what about you? I don't really think these questions are framed in the right way. I think everybody has experienced these things and have done these things at least once in their life, just being a human being. Ever use God's name in vain? Mm, like... Yeah, like that. Using <laughs> God's name as a cuss word. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? Yes, I do. And Jesus said if you look with lust, sexual desire at a person, you commit adultery in the heart. Have you ever done that? Um, I suppose so. And what about you? Yeah. So here's a quick summation. Ladies, I'm not judging you. This is for you to judge yourself to see how you're going to do on Judgment Day when God judges by those Ten Commandments. You've told me you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterer at heart. And you have to face God on Judgment Day. If He judges you by those Commandments, do you think you'll be innocent or guilty? Um, innocent. <laughs> no, you'll be guilty like the rest of us, like me. And what about you, innocent or guilty? Well, guilty. It's like everybody's guilty then. It's true. Heaven or hell? Uh, for myself? <laughs> By these standards, I'd go to hell. And what about you? Yeah, probably hell. Well, does that concern you? Yes. So, what can you do to be made right with God? How can you, how can you find everlasting life? Do you know? Mm, no. Do you? Um, just do the best I can as a person. Well, let me share the gospel with you. I'll be real quick because you have to get to class. You and I broke God's law, the Ten Commandments. Jesus came and paid the fine. You've heard of Jesus dying on the cross? Yes. He is paying the fine for the law that you and I broke. If you're in court and you've got speeding fines and someone pays them, a judge will let you go even though you're guilty. You say you've got speeding fines but someone's paid him, you can leave. Well, God can take the death sentence off you and legally let you live forever because Jesus paid the fine in his life's blood. And then he rose from the dead and defeated death and 
all you have to do according to the Bible is repent of your sins, old-fashioned word, means to turn from sin, and then trust in Jesus like you trust a parachute. If you're going to jump out of a plane 10,000 feet, why would you put on a parachute? So you don't die. You don't die. Isn't that right? Yeah. And what's your motivation? It's fear. You don't want to die. And that fear is your friend. Yeah, I'm letting them in in a minute. This was strange. Here was a teacher saying to these students, don't you have to get to class? These classes aren't compulsory. They can stay as long as they want. She was there just to stop them hearing the gospel. Um, that fear is your friend, not your enemy, because it's making you put on a parachute. And because I care about you, I've tried to put the fear of God in you today, God, hoping so. you'll see that fear is your friend, not your enemy, because you'll find everlasting life the moment you come to Christ and put your faith in Him. Can I give you a gift? Yeah. It's a book that I wrote, and one for you too. Is that okay? Sure. Let me get it for you, and I'll be real quick. It's called Scientific Facts in the Bible. I appreciate you staying. That was very kind of you. Are you going to think about what we talked about? I will think about it. And what about you? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Nice to meet you, ladies. And thanks for your patience. Ooh, real quick, here are three things on. to help you grow in your faith. So she was not happy, ladies and gentlemen. She was not happy. Did you see how the devil sent a teacher to come out and pull these girls away from Ray Comfort? who was doing nothing wrong. Actually, he was spreading the seeds of salvation in their hearts. And this teacher comes over and tries to pull them away. How sad. How typical. How common. But God bless those young ladies. They stayed. They didn't just get up. Oh, yeah, they didn't take that as an opportunity to get up and just bounce. No, 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 no. No, they stayed. Now, I know they didn't stay for much longer. I know Ray only had a couple more minutes with them, but they stayed. And here was that teacher. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know the genius of Ray Comfort, everybody? The genius of Ray Comfort, he does a few things that is just absolutely amazing. Now, you never see Ray Comfort out there talking about how people are going to burn in hell, do you? Now, he does mention hell. He does get them to say that they will go to hell if... But you don't see him spreading the gospel in a way in which he was in which he would say, if you don't do this, you're all going to burn in hell. That is the that is one of the worst ways to spread the gospel. The gospel is good news. The gospel is good news. Oh, but Jeremy, you're a watered down Christian. You're giving everybody the uh, the sunshine and rainbow side of Christianity. How else do you think you're going to get their attention? Once they start in their relationship with God, they will understand, even if it's at its smallest level, even if it's, I just don't know, maybe I could, maybe I should. Maybe I could, maybe I should. But I just don't, you think, you think that telling them, about how bad they are and how they're going to burn in hell no matter what is going to get them to even start opening up? No. So Ray is a genius at this because not only does he get them to listen, but he gets them to talk. He gets them to talk and he gets them to ask questions. In sales, which I've been in for a very long time, and marketing and advertising, you want other people to talk, especially in sales. You want to just shut up and let them talk. The more they talk, the more commitment they give you to a sale. That's what you learn in high-level sales. Same thing with, with spreading the gospel. 
You've got to get them to talk. you got to get them to talk and ask questions because only then are they engaged and they've made, every time they open their mouth, every question they ask, and every time they say something, they're making a commitment to Christ. They don't even know it, but they are. They're making a commitment to the conversation. And through that conversation, Ray guides them into saying what they are. He's not judging them. They are getting judged by God. And Ray gets them to say it out of their own mouth. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, the only way for somebody to believe something is for them to say it themselves. Why do you think it was so hard for Melissa to open up to us today? You think it's a you think you think it's a coincidence? You think it's irony? Do you think that it's just by chance that Melissa opened up to us today? Do you think that that was all by chance? No. That was God and the Holy Spirit using this show to convict Melissa into saying it out loud to people she doesn't even know in order for God to come in. Maybe Melissa's heart was hardened and she didn't even know it. That happens to the best of us. And when I say the best of us, I mean the ones that seem to be so close to Christ. Happens to me every single day. Today's show is not for me. Today's show is not for T. Mitchell or CQ or Katie or Vaughn's mom or Hazel Kitty or Angel Girl. Today's show is for Melissa. This show is dedicated to her, not because of me or not by me, but by God. That's the greatness of this. That's why we fellowship. That's why we get together. We never know who needs a helping hand up that day. But God does. God finds a needle in a haystack. God finds the smallest needle in the biggest haystack. How does he do it? How does he do it? Well, first of all, with Christ, all things are possible, but he uses a magnet. That's how God finds the smallest needle in the, sm- in the biggest haystack. Please make sure Melissa receives the $100 blessing to go out and pamper herself. I'll do that. Let me write that down. Melissa, please email lfaproducer at gmail.com your address. Not hardened, just broken. Yeah, maybe I used the wrong word, but even a broken heart, if a heart is broken, then what it does is it allows basically room for doubt, fear, Satan to come in and harden it, and you don't even know it. That's what I meant by that. That's what I meant by that. Because Christ heals broken hearts. The devil exploits broken hearts. That's what I do know. Because a broken heart is a weakness. Not saying you're a weak person. A broken heart is a weakness, and weaknesses exist. But a broken heart, nevertheless, is a weakness. It is a chink in the armor, a crack in the armor. That's how devil gets in. And he, and he gives doubt and fear and, and, and fault. But God is the magnet that finds that needle in that big haystack. And that's what he did for Melissa today. 
So, Melissa, make sure you get us your address and we'll get you that $100 that was donated to you, okay? I'll even, we'll even take $20 from the Slurp Fund to cover the 20% that Rumble takes. How about that? But Ray gets these people to speak words. Have you ever told a lie? Well, yeah, I lied in the past. But have you told a lie? Well, yeah. Yeah. So what do you call somebody who tells lies? A liar. So what are you? Ooh, that part gets them. They go, human. Ah. Sidestepping the, 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 most, the only answer to that question. Have you ever stole something? Irrespective of its value. We just hit 1,200, folks. We're almost at 1,300. We can do this. Share, 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 and hit that thumbs up button. Have you ever stole something irrespective of its value? Nope, I've never stole anything. Ever? Nope. You ever downloaded music that didn't belong to you? Ooh, yeah. Mm. You ever taken a pencil from work? Mm, yeah. See, your standards might say, well, that's not a big deal. I just took a pencil. I just downloaded a, mu- uh, a song everybody does. God's standards are so much higher than yours, you could never even imagine. That's why you need Jesus, because you cannot meet God's standards. So what do you call somebody who steals something? A thief. So what are you? A thief. Have you ever looked with lust at anybody? Well, yeah, everybody does. Okay. Jesus said whoever lusts with somebody has already committed adultery with her or him in their hearts. Have you ever done that? Yeah. You ever use the Lord's name in vain? Well, I just did today. That's called blasphemy. And then he says to them, he gets them to admit all of their faults. Everybody has them. So there's ne- he's never going to meet somebody if they're telling the truth. If they're telling the truth, which we hope they are, he's never going to meet somebody that says, I'm perfect. He's always going to meet somebody who's at fault because we're all at fault. Ray Comfort is not better than the people that he's interviewing. He's not better and he has no more favor with God than they do. God doesn't love Ray Comfort more than he loved those girls or the teacher who tried to take Ray away from those girls. So when you get somebody to talk, they make a commitment. Everybody out there, if you're in sales, listen to this. Shut your mouths if you're in sales and let the the person that you're selling to talk. And the same thing can be said. Now, I'm not saying that Ray Comfort is a salesman for salvation. Kind of is, though. Except you don't have to give him anything for it. It's a free. It's a deliverer of the message. But he understands it. He gets it. He says, listen, if I get them to talk, then they will admit it. And if they admit it, then I have a better chance of, giving, of spreading the gospel and at least getting them to think about what we talked about today. If Ray can walk away, and get them to, that's why he always asks them, will you think about what we talked about today? Some say no, most say yes. If you can get them to even think about it, that's more than they were doing yesterday and Ray has done his job and he moves on. He's so great at it. He's so great at it. I love listening to him. I love watching him. He's so good at it. Let's read from Heaven 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Give me a second here. Trying to find. There we go. Now, if you have this book, we're reading from page 98 today. Here's the book right here. 
And this is called Doorway to Heaven from 2 Corinthians 5, 8. Remember, God is the glue, folks. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Now, Paul said that. Remember, we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago. The flesh of Paul wants to die. The human part of Paul wants to die and go be with God. But the spiritual part of Paul, Paul's Holy, the Holy Spirit within Paul, says if you die, then all these people in Philippi and Corinth and, all the, and Rome, the chance of them becoming a Christian or, or walking with Jesus drastically reduces. You need to be alive. You need to be imprisoned. You need to suffer for the word of God, for the kingdom of God. In his book, God Cares for You, Walter B. Knight gives this account of the memorial service in 1929 for the widely known Bible teacher and author F.B. Meyer. Quote, London has seldom witnessed a funeral such as was held for him. There's not a single note of grief or tragedy heard. The scriptures all spoke of the Christian's hope of immorality or immortality. The Easter hymns were sung. As the organ began to play at the conclusion of the service, the vast audience rose and stood with bowed heads, waiting for the funeral march to begin. But to their surprise, they heard a triumphant note of the Hallelujah Chorus. What music could have been more appropriate? A faithful soldier of the cross had been ushered into the presence of his king. Many people are terrified by the thought of dying. It is looked upon as the most tragic of all our human experiences. To be sure, there's pain in being separated from those who are dear to us. The physical discomfort that sometimes accompanies dying is not pleasant to endure. At times, our faith may falter as we lose sight of the glory that awaits us. That's why we must never forget that the death for the Christian is but a doorway to heaven. The death of a Christian is but a doorway to heaven. When one door closes, another door opens. Amen? The death of a Christian is yet is just a doorway to heaven. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we, uh, before we go back to music today and before we close out today, I do want to re- mention our sponsor of this show and who's been great and who's supplying who's supplying money for this show so that we can literally further the kingdom of God through our children and through their school, CCA. And that is this man, this man and this company, The Trumpet. TrumpetDaily.com, ladies and gentlemen. TrumpetDaily.com is where you can go and you can sign up for free, sign up for their publications. You get free magazines. You get free books in the mail. You get free daily emails. And what it is, ladies and gentlemen, is it's giving you a, an aspect of a, a point of view of the world from a Christian conservative point of view, just like you get here on LFA TV, maybe not as vocal and extreme as we are here on LFA TV or rise up. But ladies and gentlemen, they are hundred percent behind Donald Trump. They are hundred percent anti CCP. And ladies and gentlemen, as we scroll through here, just see they really do the Ephesians study uh, in gratitude. So it's all from a Bible based point of view, book clubs, everything go to the trumpetdaily.com 
and at least go there and, and sign up and thank them for being a sponsor here because that money gets to go to making sure that our Christian school will be able to move to a new building and then continue to pay its bills. And then we're moving on from there, folks, and we're going to open up Christian schools all over this country. That is our mission here on Rise Up. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a mission. You're doing an awesome job by yourself. Well, thank you, Miss Mocha Powered. Like I said, this, uh, this studio is, is able to run just with me running it, but it's not as easy without, without Eli. I can tell you that. Eli's on the ball, on call. When I need something, he can get it for me. That's what's great about having him here. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to do, since it's such a long song, is I'm going to take you out with the same song that we came in with because I think it's a song that's needed today. So as we, uh, as we start this song, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull on the music here just quite quietly as we start this song. And I just want to uh, I, I tell Melissa personally that we love you, Melissa. We're sorry for what, you have, what you've gone through. We're sorry that you feel at fault for what has happened to, to your daughter. But we're here for you. We have people who donated to you, and we're going to get that to you as soon as we possibly can. Now, again, a lot of people that are watching on the digital TV or the app, you're not going to be able to hear this song because for some reason my media isn't coming through the, the speakers. But know this. I love you. God loves you. We're all here for a reason. Rise Up is here for a reason. We've got Sean Farish and Ungoverned coming up next. I will always ask you guys, not only this show, but please go and just hit the thumbs up on every other show. You can just pop in, hit the thumbs up, and back out. That's what I'm asking you to do. Not only to every show, but to every short clip as well. Help us continue to grow this show. Help us continue to grow this network. Help us spread the truth and the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, have yourselves a great morning. Enjoy the rest of your morning with your Rise Up coffee. I'll see you at 11 a.m. Ungoverned with Sean Farish is coming up next. God bless you. Thank you for being here. I love you. Peace and have a great morning.
silence, the roaring lion, he declares. 